Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Fantasy Football Formula for our first episode of, you know, week-to-week spread picks. We missed week one, but a lot of wedding stuff going on, and uh, Nick will be joining us back next week for week three. But starting off as our new brand, new channel, Fantasy Football Formula, we'll be going through game by game, giving you our spread picks, and we'll be giving you each our lock of the week. So which we I know guess we'll we're, always hit. Which we, yeah, every every week Everyone. our locks always hit. So as long as you're tailing those, you guys should be millionaires by the end of the year. It's guarantee. Pays um, to listen. <laughs> pays to listen to this, to this podcast and this YouTube channel. But we're starting off Thursday night football is tonight. So I mean, got a good one. I guess we, I, it is a good game, but you know, by the time this episode's out, the game's already over. So I guess we can just quickly say what our pick is and move on to the next game. Um, so I'll let you go ahead and, and start us off, Alex. For sure. Yeah. Um, this is going to be a good one. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of points in here, but I do think the under uh, is going to be in play. It's one of these high power offensive matchups that you see the public betting the over under up on and always a lot of public money on the over, which Vegas accounts for. Um, so my pick here is definitely the under, but if I'm, if I'm picking one of these teams, um, I think the chargers are going to take this one early in the year. I think maybe when they match up again later in the year, the chiefs might make some adjustments, but um, I like the chargers in this one, even without Keenan Allen plus four and a half. Yeah. I think Keenan Allen being hurt and being out is going to hurt them on the outside. I mean, Justin Herbert's great and all, but I mean, the defense last week for the Chiefs against the Cardinals, I know I know it's like two separate teams here and completely different, but um, you saw the Cardinals, they were out with their top two wide receivers and they couldn't move the ball. And I think it's going to be not similar, but just enough of a struggle to move the ball um, on some um, drives that it's going to cause them issues. So I'm going Chiefs minus four and a half. Uh, Chiefs have been notoriously bad for covering the spread over the past couple of years. That's, that's what they've been known for. But actually, if you look at um, they've been pretty good against divisional opponents um, their last couple of games here. So I'm going Chiefs minus four and a half. And I like the under as well. Um, I guess we all agree on the under there because I've always been a proponent of the under on Thursday night football. And then even especially when it's a high total, um, love the under here. Uh, but if I had to pick, I really actually do like the Chiefs minus four and a half after you know Keenan Allen's out. I guess JC Jackson is going to play, but I'm not, I mean, a banged up corner like him, that could be actually beneficial to the Chiefs. Um, I think the Chiefs had an incredible performance in game one, and I really do think they could, I think they could possibly win this game by double digits, um, but I'm calling like a, a 30 to, to 20 game here, Chiefs. Yeah, I think Mahomes, just briefly, Mahomes has heard everything this offseason about losing Tyreek and yeah. vision getting so much better, and uh, I think he's playing he, with a little he, bit extra. Yeah, he, he he can make it happen with absolutely anyone. Like, Five Juju comes shots, over. Game one, no problem. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. So – He's gonna keep. He's gonna keep it. They're gonna play at home on a short week too. I think that's another big factor uh, in the Chiefs' favor. So, going with the Chiefs here tonight. I think big game from uh, Juju here. All right. Moving on to the early games on Sunday, we got the Commanders at the Lions. 
The spread is minus one and a half for the Lions. Uh, go ahead, Corey, and start us off. I think this is such a trap game. I mean, both the Lions looked terrible last week. Yes, they came back and they looked a little bit better. But, I mean, the Eagles kind of took the foot off the gas and on their defense, and the Eagles' defense is much better than that. Um, so, and, you know, the Redskins' defense is not – they're without Chase Young still. Um, and then they also have Carl Wentz as their quarterback who, again, what he does, he looks good on a couple of plays and looks really bad in other plays. Um, but with that being said, I, I think the Lions are still the Lions. Um, I like the weapons better um, on the outside for Washington. Jahan Dotson looked good. You know, they still got um, Scary Terry over there. So I, I'm taking – the Washington Commanders. <laughs> the Washington Cowboys? Is that the Commies. I was going to say Commies, but Washington, because I wrote that down. So I'm taking, yeah, Commanders plus one and a half slash money line. Yeah, I think if you're going to go Commanders here, you got to go money line, right? Um, yeah. Just get that little bit extra juice in there. This is going to be the first game in the last 24 games that the Lions are favored. You just let that sink in. It's like That's almost, wild. you know, basically two seasons that they haven't been favorites. I think it's deserving, but we'll see. Yeah, no, um, I think, you know, I, I agree with you, Corey. I think the Lions, the score looked better than the Lions actually did um, of that Eagles game. Um, and I do like the commander's wide receiver set a lot, especially with, a, you know, obviously a rookie, Jahan Dodson and the um, healthy Curtis Samuel. Obviously, Scary Terry is that guy. But I think um, I think the Lions defense is going to give Carl Carl some trouble here, um, and I think that uh, they're going to ground and pound them. And I think that DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams take them to a victory here. Uh, so I'll go Lions minus one and a half. Yeah, the Lions the last last season uh, treated everyone well who bet them on the spread. They were one of the best teams against the spread. Coming into the year, I wasn't – I didn't even watch Hard Knocks. I know everyone – I got accused of being a hard walk <laughs> Hard Knocks bandwagon. But I didn't – I watched the first episode and none of the none of the rest. The Lions were one of my favorite bets last week against the Eagles. It was ugly, but they got there. And I'm taking them again against the Washington uh, Commanders. I don't think they're any good. Um, and I think the Lions, like – again, Jared Goff, I don't think is a good quarterback, but he did – go to the Super Bowl with the Rams. And I think the Lions, like if the Lions actually had a very good quarterback, they would be a sleepy Super Bowl contender, like in like a sleeper Super Bowl contender. I think they have a very, very good uh team. They have one of the best offensive lines. I think I think they're gonna come away with a victory here. So I'm gonna go ahead and, and take the Lions minus one and a half. Um all right, so now we're moving on to the Jets at the Browns. The line is now at the is <laughs> at Brown. What? <laughs> bad game. It is, is going to be a bad game. Jets at Browns, so six and a half in favor of the Browns. Very low total. It's going to be an ugly game. But uh, who wants to start us off here? Uh, so is Joe Flacco still the quarterback of the Jets? Yes, he is. All right, Browns minus six and a half. <laughs> um, I think they threw the ball like 50-something times last week, yeah. which is crazy to hear, and they still – I don't even know how many points they put up, but they threw the ball like 50-something times. Yeah, um, this is pretty easy right here. There's not much to really talk about. 
it is Jacoby Brisket, but they still have Chubb and Hunt in the back in the backfield, and they're and that defense is one of the best um in the league. So I think it's I'm taking the Browns minus six and a half. I know it's a lot of points, um, but it's Joe Flacco and the Jets, and the Jets just don't look like an NFL team right now. I'm gonna go ahead and take the, the Browns as well, but I do want to say that I think it's going to be an absolute sweat for them to cover this. I do not think this is an easy cover. No way I'm touching this game. But, you know, at least the Ravens had Lamar Jackson. Um, Sorry, I'm chewing ice. Um, Great timing. Yeah. Uh, at least the Ravens had Lamar Jackson, but the Browns have Jacoby Brissett, and that it's going to be ugly, the 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 – Total is very low, and I usually hate taking like spreads that are this large when it's a low total. But I'm still gonna go with the Browns with Joe Flacco on the other side. Um, they, they do have a good defense, and they should be able to run the ball a lot. So I might take a it's little. Be very. Oh, sorry. It's gonna, go be ugly. it's gonna be ugly. That's all I'm gonna say, and I won't be surprised if the Jets do cover it. Yeah, I'm going to take a little flyer here. Uh, plus 850 Cleveland de- defense to score a touchdown. I like that. Ooh, okay. That's a good pick. I like that a lot. Actually, if, they're, if they throw the ball as much as they did against the Ravens, there's a I could see a pick six written all over that. Yeah. Okay. But are you you're on the Browns? Yeah, yeah. Moving on yeah. to the next one, bud. All right. Uh, Bucks at Saints. My Saints here. Here we go. Uh, I guess I'll lead us off here. So this is my lock of the week, and it's I'm a Saints fan. I get that, but I've also not. I don't just take the Saints for every lock of the week. Like I'm not. I'm not going to do that. I didn't do that last year, and this is a spot. The Saints have absolutely dominated Tom Brady. I don't know. It, it's a proven fact. We dominate him every time we play him, except one game, and. I do, and we're at home and we're underdogs. It makes absolutely no sense. Julio has not practiced this week. Um, Mike Evans, I don't think practiced today. It's Thursday. Godwin, I could see not playing. Like they're super banged up. Leonard Fournette has a hammy that he's dealing with. Um, the, they just lost like another offensive lineman. The, the Bucks are getting worse in every single way, and the Saints. The last since the last time they played, when we beat them, when we shut them out, when Tom Brady didn't score a single point against us, we added Jarvis Landry, Michael Thomas, Chris Olave, and got our first round picks from earlier draft classes that have been injured. I this line makes absolutely no sense. Put them in; it's they're my favorite team to include in every teaser. Tease them up to eight and a half. It's a perfect. You get it through the three and the seven. Include them in all your. Te- I'll tell you, there's two other teams that you include in the teaser, but the Saints are the foundation for all of them. So they are your lock of the week. They're winning this game. Don't know what else to say. Saints plus two and a half all day long. Jeez, you've been drinking that Kool-Aid or something? <laughs> I mean, God. It was like, you're like giving like a presidential speech there, like state of the <laughs> union. Sorry, I don't know what else to say. It's just the line okay. is shocking. <laughs> I, it's not shocking though. Do you guys it see is, how it is. Okay, go, Corey. Take the Bucks and tell me why. I am going to take the Bucks. I'm going to take the Bucks for one reason, and one reason only is because of the defense. 
your defense is supposedly top five defense. We do have a good defense. I got absolutely obliterated last week by the run game of Cordell Patterson and Marcus Mariota. You guys, I, I, you can say whatever it was first game. Here, whatever. Here, here, I will say something. I have noticed the Saints defense has struggled against mobile quarterbacks. I'll say that. I've noticed it with Jalen Hurts. If you notice, the Eagles have taken advantage of it. Mariota, running quarterback. Do you know who's not a running quarterback, Corey? Tom Brady. Tom is so, so, Brady to you. Yes. But, <laughs> so, anyways. All the, all the, I mean, what PB has said, you know, there's regression against whatever he says. Um, the Bucks, the Bucks defense looked absolutely great last week against definitely a top notch uh, talent in the Cowboys. Um, Cowboys are trash. If, I mean, their offense on paper is good. So um, I like the Bucks here. Not really, not with that. I'll take them. Not with that O line. I'll take the Bucks minus two and a half, and I can't wait to come back here next week and say <laughs> I was right. Okay. Yeah, uh, we've spent enough time on this game. Uh, give me Saints plus two and a half at home. Um, there we go. Yeah, yeah. we've spent enough time. I'll say beat shut out Brady with Trevor Simeon. All right. Next game, Panthers at Giants. Giants are favored by one and a half points. Uh, go ahead, Alex. You can start us off with this one. Um, I think the that both of these teams looked fairly pretty mediocre uh, this past week. Obviously, the Panthers lose one on a 50-something yard field goal to a rookie kicker. Um, Giants are on the other side of the coin. They, they get the win off of a missed kick, basically. Um, I don't, I don't love this game, but, uh, I think Saquon is fully healthy and, um, I, I like, I like what he's doing. So for that reason alone, I'll ride the giants minus one and a half. Um, this is my lock of the week. Um, I'm taking the Panthers minus the one or plus the one and a half slash money line. Um, to get, if you want to get more value there, um, I like the Panthers, um, their defense is, by far better than you know the Giants offense I think uh the Giants have the you know they have offensive weapons they have Saquon they have Tony they have I mean if you can classify Gallaudet, Tony only played seven snaps by the way well I, I did see that he was a little frustrated with his play time but they have Galladay that's um but I, I like the the matchups on the outside um and I mean Danny Dimes is still their quarterback and he still makes bonehead plays I He's doing a little bit better. I mean, he did okay last week, but he still had those plays where you just shake your head like, well, what are you doing? You're fourth-year quarterback in the NFL. Like, you can't do that. Um, oh, Baker Mayfield. Baker looked better in the second half last week, if you do recall. Um, he was hitting people. Uh, Christian McCaffrey had a down game as well last week, and I don't think um, that will happen again this week, especially against the Giants. Giants defense isn't anything special. Um, so uh, I like the, uh, the Panthers here. Money line plus one and a half. Whatever you want to take it. Uh, I'm on the Giants uh, minus one and a half here. I I like when I when I see good coaching, I just automatically feel more inclined to take them. Like what we saw when, when they went for two on the goal line or 
after they scored to win it against the Titans instead of just tying it and go to, that's what I like to see. And Dable is a great coach. I think he's, he's going to make Danny dimes a lot better. And he already kind of showed signs of that last week. And I think the giants are uh, a team. You know, I don't think they're like contenders by any mean, but I think they could be a very sneaky sleeper to make the playoffs um, at this point. So, I, I, I mean, it's easy for me to bet against Baker Mayfield. So, I'm on, uh, I'm on the Giants minus one and a half here. All right, next game: Patriots at Steelers. The Steelers are favorites by two and a half points. No, um, that's some in <clears throat> Patriot. Oh, sorry, I, I looked at the Patriots are favored by two and a half. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry about that. Uh, T some injuries. TJ Watt is going to be out. Najee is questionable, but likely to play. Uh, what do we think here, Alex? Uh, man, I, uh, I have a hard time betting against Mike Tomlin as a home dog. I, I think that, um, I don't think either of these teams are particularly good this year. Um, I, I didn't think Mitch played horrible last week. Obviously they get a win in a very ugly, very typical, um, NFC North, um, or AFC North divisional matchup. Those just kind of, we, we talked about it last year. Everyone talks about it. They're always beating up on each other, playing ugly games in that division, but they squeak one out. They survive against, um, the Bengals who I think are going to win that division. Um, and I think they ride a little bit of that momentum and Tomlin um, as a home dog, I think knows, I think he's one of the coaches that, that knows what the spread is, whether he likes to admit it or not and uses it as bulletin board material. Uh, so for that reason and a banged up Mac Jones, I think the Steelers cover this and win. Um, but I'll, I'll take the points two and a half here. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the last time. Maybe it was the last time when Tom Brady was out for the season or whatever he got hurt that the Bill Belichick era started 0-2. Um, I know their offense looked terrible, and they looked terrible in the preseason, and then it followed up last week against the Dolphins, and Mac Jones looked bad as well. Um, I don't know. I, I think this is going to be – I mean, the under is 40-and-a-half. So, uh, with that, I'm just going to take – I'm going to take the Patriots in a field goal game no particular reason i mean i just i guess maybe if you compare the quarterbacks mac jones and mitchell trubisky i mean you can almost say they're the same player um right now at this point in their career i just i i just feel safer with belichick than i do tomlin i think belichick actually has they have the pieces on offense to you know move the ball um and hopefully this week they figured it out so i'll take the patriots minus two and a half uh yeah i'm gonna also be on the patriots minus two and a half um i've been saying i think the steelers i know they beat the Bengals, but then like burrow burrow beat himself and the Bengals beat themselves it wasn't the steelers like burrow looked pretty bad i mean he kind of came alive right at the end uh but the steelers like this if this shows you anything the steelers are at home against a patriots team that not many consider the patriots to be good and they're still underdogs. Like that's rare for a Steelers team to have that. And that shows you what Vegas thinks of them. They're a bad football team. And they're I'm I'm not even a big Patriots guy whatsoever. 
think the Patriots probably missed the playoffs and I'm on the Patriots minus two and a half here in this low total game. Um, I think the Steelers are trash. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Next game. Colts at Jags and the Colts are favored by three and a half. Corey, does this bring back bad memories? Calm down. Calm down. Uh, it's time to get revenge. Um, Leonard may be out, maybe playing. I'm not quite sure yet. I, he's probably leaning out anyways, um, which obviously, I mean, it hurt us last week. There was a couple of misblown coverages out there and um, Texans were running wide open. Like that just doesn't usually happen when he's out there on the field. Um, Colts offense looked bad in the first half last week. They didn't score the first touchdown till I think the fourth quarter, maybe. Um, and some really bad, you know, special teams look, I mean, there's just mistakes all around the board and we still end up somehow tying that game. Um, we still have the best running back in the league, JT. So, I mean, if you run him 30 times and he gets 170 yards, usually you should win the game just last week. You know, again, there's just bad, 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 bad plays all around. We got rid of Hot Rod. Long time coming. He needed to go. You know, he cost us the game. Take last your week. Legos and get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Go go somewhere else, man. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's the Jaguars. The Jaguars didn't look very good last week against the Commanders. Um, Trevor Lawrence missed passes that you wouldn't expect a player like that to miss or supposedly a player like that to miss. Um, and Yeah, I'm just not – I'm not very scared of – the Jaguars. So, and and I think the Colts really put it together like they did in the fourth quarter of last week. So give me, give me the Colts minus three and a half, take them six and a half, actually alternate spread it because I just think it's, it, it shouldn't even be close. So since 2019, so the last couple of years, teams playing consecutive road games in week two are eight and no against the spread. There's three teams who are playing consecutive road games in week two this week. Patriots, Bucks and Colts. I've already bet against two of those three teams, and I don't like going against the numbers that much. Uh, on top of everything that Corey just mentioned, uh, give me the Colts minus three and a half. Uh, well, hang on before you go. I did see uh, Pittman didn't practice today, so um, I don't know if that's just them resting him. I, he'll probably play, but uh, if not, look out for Mike Strawn to. Uh, Come yeah, I was about to bring up the Pittman thing because that kind of popped up and late ads to the injury report aren't usually good. I, I mean, that's why they moved from minus four and a half to three and a half today. It's, yeah, I, I could see that. I, I'm going to be on the Jags here. Like, I I think the Jag, I think the Colts could win this in like a very close game, most likely, but getting more than a field goal, I'm definitely on the Jags in this divisional game. The Jaguars beat the Colts when the Jaguars were a much worse team, they got much better than the Colts did in the off season. The Colts, what did, I mean, I, I don't know why you're shaking your head, Corey. What did the Colts do that made them much better compared to all the moves? The Jags? They got an actual quarterback, quarterback, Gilmore defensive line. I mean, we got Grover Stewart, Grover Stewart back. We got Ngakwe. We got, uh, you know, we the added goat, Alex Pierce. Good. Yeah, we, we added so many pieces. I the Jags added Christian Kirk. They added more than Christian Kirk. Okay. okay. Well, continue. But I, I think the Jaguars improved more than the Colts in the offseason. Um and I think Lawrence stepping into a second year, although the first week didn't look too good. I, I 
could have been shaking some rust off. I think he's going to improve, and I'm on the Jags here in week two to at least cover. I will say I do think the Colts win could win a very, very close game. But, I mean, they didn't even beat the Texans, so. We're undefeated. Um, yeah, you're undefeated. Congrats. Um. All right. Next game, we got the Dolphins at the Ravens. Ravens minus three and a half point favorites here. Uh, Alex, what do you think? Uh, I think Lamar is that guy, and he, as long as he can stay healthy, is going to continue to torch decent to bad defenses. And I don't, I don't think the Dolphins have that bad of a defense, or that, yeah, that bad of a defense. But I don't think they're all that good. Um, they've got a couple of pieces, but um, I, I think Lamar is going to handle them. And three and a half doesn't seem like enough to me. So give me the Ravens minus three and a half at home. I think it's for my pick. It's really dependent on if JK Dobbins is playing. Um, I think he's a huge difference maker. Uh, they, the Ravens did not run the very, the ball very well last week against the jets. Um, they don't really have a, a solidified backfield um, without him in there. And I, I like the dolphins against the, the Ravens. They usually play him pretty tight. Um, I'm pretty sure last time the Ravens they played last year and the Dolphins absolutely smacked him around and definitely kept Lamar in check. And I think, you know, yeah, Lamar gets out of the pocket and, you know, he has his ability to run, but I think he really is trying to show that he's a passing quarterback, just, you know, keep boosting up his, uh, his stock. But I don't know. I, I, I think we're going with the Dolphins here, the plus three and a half. I I don't love it. It's kind of, I think it's a toss up to be honest. I think the spread should, I mean, they, I guess the Dolphins are on the road, so it wouldn't be closer to like a pick them. But I, I'm going to take the Dolphins here plus three and a half. I guess my only scary thought about it is Tua being Tua and not looking good, but I'm going to go Dolphins here. Yeah. When I was looking through the games this week, besides the Saints, this was a potential for my lock of the week. But obviously, the Saints was a slam dunk. But this game is an easy Dolphins plus three and a half for me. Like, I think the Dolphins outright win this game. One of the worst quarterbacks in the league against the blitz is Lamar Jackson. And the team that has blitzed at the highest rate since week one of last season, since the beginning of week one in 2021 blitz at the highest rate are the Dolphins. And that is why Lamar has struggled against the Dolphins when they've played. And he looked like he is, there's someone in his face. He's getting, he's in the backfield. It's a mess when he when he faces the blitz he is legit like when i was looking at the ranks his passing grade is a 53 which is 34th among 39 qualified quarterbacks his qb rating is number 30th of all quarterbacks like it's terrible and he didn't run the ball a lot last week if he's going to actually try to sit back and be a passing quarterback this is going to be an ugly game the dolphins improved drastically in this offseason arguably one of the most improved teams in the entire league over this offseason and the Ravens lost Marquise Brown like this is a very easy pick for me and probably my second favorite pick of the week hmm. I like it yep um next game we have Falcons at Rams um it, it opened it opened at minus 13 but then we saw the Bills smack the Rams and the Falcons kind of hung in there with the Saints so now 
the line has moved to now minus 10 and a half Rams. These, some of these spreads are so tough, but what do you guys think here? Um, I, I can't, I can't see McVeigh and Safford laying another egg like back to back weeks, but right. An egg, but 10 and a half. I know. I know. 10 and a half is such a big spread. Cause I, I like the Falcon. Like I, this is so kind like I was talking earlier this week about, Putting the Falcons in a teaser to 16 and a half because that's just, I mean, that's absurd. Um, but I honestly, now I'm thinking about it, I, I think I'm liking the Rams here at minus 10 and a half. And I think for the main reason is just because one, the Falcons are not a good team. Their offense is terrible. The Rams have a better defense than the Saints. And I think that the the Rams defense will clamp down and you know contain what the one and a half weapons that the Falcons have and Powell Pitts and uh, who else? I mean, I I, I don't know. Fal- I know the Falcons look good, but that was them running that that was them running the ball against Saints. Like the the Bills did not run very well against the Rams. Like the Rams were beaten by Josh Allen. So uh, for that reason, I'm going to take the Rams here minus ten and a half. I, I might be crazy, but I'm I'm actually what I'm going to do is I'm going to tease the Rams down. <laughs> and set the Falcons up because I, I, I think this might be a blowout to be honest. Yeah. Uh, initially I was looking at this thinking Falcons plus 10 and a half, like you Corey teasing them. Um, but the more that I look at this, this game, the more I think they bounce back around Rams bounce back. And, um, I think teasing them down as opposed to the Falcons up is a much safer play. Mm. I, easily see the Rams winning this game by a touchdown. And I could also very well see them blowing out the Falcons by let's say three scores, you know, like that wouldn't shock me. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of points, but uh, I'll, I'll take it here with the defending Super Bowl champs. Yeah. I'm going to be on the Rams too. Minus 10 and a half. It opened at 13 and a half. And that makes me, and I think, the Falcons kind of outplayed themselves week one and the Rams kind of, you know, the bills looked amazing and they blew them out, but you know, it could have, that game also could have been much closer in my opinion. And the Falcons are off a big, like letdown game. Like they just blew yet another one of their massive leads. Like they blew a 16 point lead in the fourth. Now they have to travel to Los Angeles across the country. Like, I think the Rams can just obliterate this team. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'm going to be on the Rams minus 10 and a half here. Oh. I think they win by two touchdowns or more. And I hate betting the Rams. I hate the Rams, by the way. So, for me to be, take the Rams, like saying something. Um, all right. Next game, we have the Seahawks at the 49ers. Uh, Gino, you know, it came out and they took you know, look, took care of business against the Broncos, which is shocking to me. Um, and now they go into San Francisco to play the 49ers. Jamal Adams out is out for the season. Kittle probably not going to play. And Elijah Mitchell is out um, for the 49ers. Um, what do you guys think here? Wait, Kittle's out? He's questionable, but he hasn't he, practiced all week. Yeah, he hasn't practiced. Man, that's – I, I, man, I mean, I understand you take that last, the 49ers game with a grain of salt because the playing conditions at Soldier Field are just, I mean, I, how that field is still like, like, like 
able to play on like eligible like i don't understand that like how the, Bears, the second they announced they're moving to arlington heights the entire like ground screw was just like all right fuck this we're done we're done keeping this field up like no one yeah. cares. they literally had like squeegees yeah like, it was, on like tile terrible. floors yeah in the grass yeah. i didn't know it rained all day but like come on yeah it was bad but on the other hand, I mean, I mean, I'm not saying Justin Fields looked amazing, but he was still able to play in that condition, and Trey Lance did not look good. And again, I understand the conditions and whatnot, but ah, uh, this I hate this. This is a huge spread, and and to be fair, like Geno Smith, like yeah, he looked good in the first quarter, the first half. That Seahawks offense did not move the ball in the second half at all. Like they they should have lost that game. Besides, like the. The, the Broncos literally fumbled that game. Oh, yeah, wow. literally did. So I don't think the Seahawks are that good. Um, I don't I don't know what the 49ers are yet. I mean, I'm staying away from this game. I, I, this is just way too high of a spread to be given a team that put up 10 points last week. Um, and especially with Kittle out, Mitchell out. I mean, for I'm just gonna say I'm gonna say. I don't know. I guess I'll go with four. I'm not. I'm taking points. No, it's <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing here. This is, I don't like this. Corey's in an absolute pretzel right now. Don't bet this game. <laughs> yeah, over a touchdown here is tough, tough, tough uh, for a banged up 49ers team with a very, very new quarterback who, um, while I know PB you're super high on, um, he's still very new, very fresh, very raw talent. Um, there's going to be some, some, you know, working through some stuff as an NFL quarterback is just part of it for pretty much everyone. Right. Like um, I think that the Seahawks really got up for that game because they really don't like Russell Wilson and they were at home. So the Broncos were literally going off of a hard count the entire game. The Broncos fumbled away, basically three touchdowns uh, two for sure. And then, you know, late, um, that being said, uh, I would stay away from this with it being over a touchdown, but I will side with the 49ers minus eight and a half at home because I have to make a pick. <laughs> yep. Well, I guess we're, well, I forgot Corey switched, but yeah, I'm on the 49ers minus eight and a half. I'm going to be, this is one of those games. Seahawks felt outperformed themselves against the Broncos. 49ers completely underwhelmed against the Bears. So this line, I think, would be 100% over 10 if few things just slightly go different. And I'm a firm believer still in Trey Lance. I'm not going to – he had some great passes to Ayuk in that game in those terrible conditions. Um, he still ran the ball as well as he could in that weather. He's going to run all over this team and – they're going to destroy the Seahawks. So this is my next leg when I was talking about a teaser. So it's the Saints. You get two and a half up to eight and a half. Now you can tease the 49ers. This is another leg. Um, I typically like doing two team teasers. So never like combine like four teams, but just take combinations of two of the teams that I mentioned. 49ers are under the next one. So tease them down to two and a half. One of my favorites of the week. Um, yeah, they're going to destroy the Seahawks. Uh, next game, we have the Bengals at the Cowboys. The Bengals are seven and a half point favorites after the Dak stuff. So 
you know, we we saw them get beat by the Steelers. Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. Cooper. Are are you on Cooper Rush, Alex? Here against absolutely not. This is uh this is like you were saying with this last game, you think that the Seahawks overperformed, the Niners underperformed. I obviously think the Bengals underperformed last week. Um and the Cowboys without Dak, I think, are in trouble because they are not moving the ball a ton on the ground and they refuse to give the ball to Tony Pollard and Zeke is running in molasses still. Um, so I'm going to go Bengals minus seven and a half on the road here. Uh, I think Joey B bounces back a little bit. Um, I will be surprised if T Higgins doesn't play at this point. He was listed as out of practice today, but for personal reasons, not for, because of concussion protocol. So that makes me think that he's cleared concussion protocol and they just kept him off the field for another day. Um, so it, it, from the way I'm reading it, the Bengals are going to be at full strength. The Cowboys are going to be starting Cooper Rush. And for that reason, Bengals minus seven and a half. Uh, wait, okay. This is, I, I'm not being like, you know, facetious or anything like that, but like who... Who has a better defense, the Steelers or the Cowboys? Like I'm, I'm just genuinely asking. Mm, probably. I think Cowboys. they're both. Pretty, I think they're both pretty good. I think, yeah, I would. Like they're think, both, they're both top half of the league for sure. Yeah, they're not. Neither are amazing, but both are top half. Yeah. I just want to say. Well, go ahead. Sorry. I, I, I mean, if obviously this line would be different if Dak was playing. Um, Dak is obviously a five point or whatever that swing is, and like nine, nine because it opened at minus yeah. two. Yeah, I'm, I mean, to be fair, I will say Zeke ran the ball extremely well last week. Um, he's averaging 5.9 yards a carry. Tony Pollard, I mean, I understand he had some bad plays called for him, and he, but um, yeah, I just they're the Bengals are gonna just absolutely focus on CD Lamb. And then you're asking Cooper Rush to throw the ball to uh, Noah, Noah, or Noah Brown, Simi Fuhaku, um, <laughs> Dennis, Houston, Dennis, Dennis Houston, and Noah Brown. And then, yeah, I, I mean, I guess I almost just want to take the take the the Cowboys at home because of the defense and the way that Joey last look last <laughs> look last week, but. I'm not. I guess I'll take the Bengals seven minus seven and a half, even though I, I don't think the Bengals are going to make the playoffs this year. So I, I'll i take them in this one, but that's about it. Do you, so you think the Ravens are winning that division? Uh, yeah, I, I think I'd take the Ravens over the – definitely over the Bengals right now. The, well, in the Bengals off the line. This, this, I know. It's just one of those two teams. I don't know who you – if it's not the Bengals, it would be the Ravens. I mean, it could be the Brownies. Yeah, it won't be them. Um. All right, yeah, I'm I'm on the Bengals. Week two is one of my favorite weeks in the NFL because you get all of the overreactions from week one. Like so many lines are just changed so drastically because of just an overreaction. When if you can actually can kind of see how the teams will actually be in the long run, you can have a big edge. And this seems like a slam. Like so, this is my third leg of the teaser. Get it from seven and a half down to one and a half. The Bengals are covering one and a half. 
telling you that right now against Cooper Rush. If they don't, there should be alarm bells ringing. Like then, I agree with you, Corey. The Bengals probably aren't winning the division. It's going to be probably the Ravens, but I just don't see that happening. Joe Burrow is going to come out here. If Jamar, if Jamar Chase is matched up with Trevon Diggs, he could go set another record where he scores like 350 yards in a game. Trevon Diggs is a playmaker and he'll go for, but he gets burned all the time, left and right. Trevon Diggs gets burned. And I would love to see Jamar Chase matched up with him um, because he's going to just go nuclear against him. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm all over. Like it's Cooper rush. The Bengals still have a good defense. And before we move on from this, from. do the Cowboys, since this is their year, like every other years, do they go out and trade for a quarterback if Cooper rush looks bad? Uh, no, because Dak they didn't even put on IR. I think that, He'll now for back. six, eight weeks. So Jerry I'm just Jones, saying. Jones, uh, Jerry Jones said he's like expecting him back in like less than four. I mean, yeah. I mean, when was the last I'm time sure. you heard a, a guy with a plate in his hand? Uh, I agree. Agreed. It's but, rare. But, it's weird. I, I think they go out and they, they should probably trade for someone because, I mean, if they have any hope of this, you know. I think they're in a bad uh, – I mean, they're in a bad spot to do that though, right? Like, Yeah, yeah they, they would be giving up a lot. Niners, yeah, it's clear the Niners are, are expecting a good amount for Jimmy G. They were willing yeah. to re-sign him. They were they didn't like any of the offers that they got enough to the point. And that they now they could get more because they're in more needy. Right. Yeah. But, uh, the Cowboys okay. also know that. So like, if you yeah. I mean, the Cowboys aren't making playoffs if it's out eight weeks. <laughs> no, I don't think the Cowboys are going to make the playoffs regardless. Yeah, it's right. looking for them. All right, next game, Texans at Broncos. Um, we have Broncos minus nine and a half. Looks like Justin Simmons uh, will be out here. Yeah. The Broncos. Uh, all right, what do you guys think here, the Broncos? Give yeah. me – Go ahead, Corey. Give me the Broncos. I mean, they, oh, yeah. give them I, – I think they're – you can almost – I'd almost say they win this game by two touchdowns. I, I The Broncos are a good team. They have a good defense. They – they're going to they're going to Houston. No, they're at home. They're at no, home. they're at home. Yeah, yeah and Bronco, we know one of the toughest, especially going from Texas to to that like altitude. Like Broncos, as we know, have one of the best home field advantages. Yeah, and I, I just I I mean I think Hackett made a huge mistake and he realized it. I mean he he said I made a mistake and didn't call time out there. And I mean you have Russell Wilson for a reason. I don't think Russell Wilson's like this amazing quarterback. He's good, and they have the weapons. And again, just keep running Javante Williams. Stop. So, I mean, Melvin Gordon coming in. I understand Melvin Gordon ran pretty well, but every time Javante Williams touched the ball, he looked like he was going to break it. He's like running over people. Yeah, every time. And every time. And the Texans just gave up 168 yards to Jonathan Taylor. I know John Javante Williams is not Jonathan Taylor, but I mean, come on, this is oh, this good. is not going to be close. Yeah. Agreed. This is this is going along with the theme that we've been saying all all episode. Um, you know, the Texans, I think, overperformed by a little bit. I mean, they put up 20 points and tied the Colts. Um, and the Broncos clearly underperformed. Um, you know, blew a lot of chances on top of all of those fumbles, had a ton of penalties that resulted in third and yeah. first downs for the Seahawks on third and mm-hmm. long you know, fourth and short, et cetera. Um, 
they're getting a chance to be at home in a friendly environment, in a unique environment for every other team except for them. Broncos minus nine and a half. Let's ride. <laughs> Let's ride. That's right, because the Broncos are going to – this is one of the candidates for biggest, you know, blowout game of the week. I think the Broncos could – I mean, as you guys both have said, just completely obliterate this team. Um, so I'm I'm on the Broncos minus nine and a half here, uh, easily. Um, next game, I actually really like, really like one side of this game here. Uh, Cardinals at Raiders. It opened at minus two and a half, along with, well, actually, no, the Raiders didn't. The Raiders looked all right, but. I was going to say Actually, one of them overperformed, but both of them lost. Yeah, but I mean, the Raiders for turning the ball over at least three times, like aside, if yeah. you take those out, which is obviously a big if, um, they didn't look all that bad against a really good Chargers team. Um, the Cardinals, on the other hand, look completely lost against a very good Chiefs team. Um Obviously, no D-hop for another couple games. I don't think J.J. Watt's playing. Zach Ertz is questionable, hasn't practiced this week, I don't think. Uh, Raiders at home, I will take them under a touchdown, even though it's a little bit more points than I'd like to bet. Um, I'm leaning leaning minus five and a half for the Raiders. Yeah, I'm I'm on the same side. I, I think the Colonels are going to learn – oh, continue – Sorry, just realized this. Uh, definitely bet the Raiders minus five and a half. The new Call of Duty beta drops. <laughs> I didn't know that. That might change yeah. my pick. Yeah. Oh, I, man. I, I think <laughs> That's the, the inside information people don't know about. I think, I think the Cardinals are going to realize like, a year and a half from now that they made a huge mistake in signing Kyler Murray to that massive deal. I don't, I think he's an okay quarter. I think he's a good quarterback. I don't think he's worth what they paid him. And basically if you have someone of his caliber who has this potential talent, you just automatically have to pay him. And like out of the quarterbacks who are getting paid, who need to get paid. I think he was last on like the, I mean, he hasn't won a playoff game. I mean, yeah, he's done all these things. And, like, I, I just don't think he's a great quarterback. I, I don't think he was entitled to that that contract that he got. Um, on the other hand, I, I like the Raiders' offense a lot. Um, the Cardinals' offense is banged up right now. They couldn't move the ball last week against the Chiefs' defense, who, I mean, notoriously has been bad. Um, I mean, they've gotten a little bit better, but at the end of the day, it's still the Chiefs. I mean, they're an offensive juggernaut more than a defensive juggernaut, and – the Cardinals defense didn't look good. I I like the Raiders. I like I like the Raiders make the playoffs this year. So I'm I'm taking the Raiders here minus five and a half. Uh I really like the Cardinals plus five and a half here. Um it the Raiders, as I said, you know, in some of the offseason things we did. Congrats. You got Devonta Adams. He got 17 targets week one, went crazy. And you lost to the Chargers. That's what I've been saying. The Raiders went all in on Devonta Adams. They paid him all. His... Congrats. You're still probably going to be fourth in the division. 
I still think the Broncos and the Chiefs and uh, I'm Chargers. blanking on the last team. Chargers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The team they just played, the Chargers, all going to finish ahead of you. And the Cardinals, I think the Kyler Murray hate has gotten a little out of hand. I still think he is a very, very good quarterback. And the Chiefs just were incredible last year. Like It was more of a testimony to Mahomes than I think Kyler. Um, it, it was week one. Now I believe they're playing, I guess they are playing in Las Vegas. Um, but it opened at two and a half. Like, I don't know why, like the, yeah, the chiefs looked really good, but I don't think the Cardinals look bad. And then the Raiders got beat by the chargers. And then you're going to move it through a key number of three and four is small key number. And then, and five and get to five and a half. Like that's way too much in my opinion uh, to move. I think the Cardinals can definitely keep this within uh, a field goal. And I won't be surprised if they win this game. I don't think the Raiders are that good. Like, I really don't. So, I'm on the Cardinals here. I think Kyler can have a nice bounce back game, even if he stays up late playing Call of Duty. (laughs) (laughs) I saw it was like last week there was a double XP weekend, and that's why (laughs) he had a down game. Oh. They uh-huh. really screwed him on that on that clause. Like it's just yeah. that's their own fault. Yeah, that was none of this is a part of the conversation. If I mean, there's uh, probably some memes. Wasn't watching it with film. Yeah, there's probably some memes of it, but like nowhere near the amount of uh, rhetoric. Anyways, yeah, yeah. It was his first game with Marquise Brown too. Let him get a little warmed up. He's gonna he's gonna have some good games. Other than college. um. Our- What's that? Didn't they play together in college? Well, like in the NFL. True. Like first game. All right. Next game we have Bears at Packers. Yes, sir. It's minus nine and a half. I don't know if uh is Alan Lazard playing. He's pra- he practiced today. Okay, and the big is and Bakatari. Bakatari. I don't think he practiced he's, this week. That he's one of the biggest ones because he he matters more for yeah. anyone on that team. Um, but well, I mean, both I mean the Bears. This could be another one of those theme theme of this week: outperforming and underperforming. And a lot of these teams are playing each other this week. Teams that drastically underperformed and drastically overperformed. It. I think this is a great week for bets, and this could be another one of those spots. But what do you think? All right, here we go. <laughs> this is the lock of the week. Now, oh, I know, I know what you're going to say. I know Rogers owns Chicago, owns the Bears. It's eight and one straight up and nine and oh against the spread versus the Bears after a loss. He's won and covered the last six meetings, yada, yada, yada. Remember this the Brookfield Zoo here in Chicago, Illinois. This past Tuesday, just has to put down their 27-year-old brown bear, Jim the Bear. Oh, this no. game <laughs> is dedicated to Jim the Bear. Jim is also my Is that like baby. a thing? Is that what the, the bear say that? This is now a thing. This is now a thing. This game is for Jim the Bear. It's the lock of the week. The bears are covering nine and a half. I don't know if they're winning, but they're covering nine and a half. Jim the Bear. What what a narrative. Uh, the poor guy. 
27. That's a really good life. What, for a isn't that more of a narrative? But also, also, couldn't that be a narrative that the Bears are just getting slaughtered this week? Like you could just flip that script and say the Bears are about to get wrecked this week. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, Alex. It's a dedicated I, I, win. I just, I just don't. I just it's a, I don't sign the Bears are gonna get slaughtered. <laughs> they they yeah. actually the as horrible as it is, they did in the article say that he was euthanized. So oh. if you want to roll with that that narrative, yeah, that, Rogers that is about to do it. I mean, they should have just release that thing back in the wild and let, <laughs> let it live out the last of its life of trying to adapt. Um, this, I, I mean, the pack. Uh, if if the Packers can, if Lazard plays, and I think that's a huge, <laughs> huge talking point. If Lazard can play, and, and Aaron Rodgers has some, you know, confidence in throwing the ball to the outside, um, he didn't have any confidence last week. Drop balls left and right. Rookies made mistakes, um, and I, I I think the Bears looked good last week, um, but this is in Lambo, and I, and I think the Packers take this back, and Aaron Rodgers is probably not too happy with you know what happened last week and he gave the entire wide receiver room a, a smack and afterwards because I I think they're going to turn us around and I and I think the Packers come out and win this. Yeah the Packers have absolutely owned the Bears and last week you didn't we didn't get to see it as much because of the weather but the 49ers line and the Bears offensive line was a complete mismatch that I don't think we got to really see transpired just because of the weather conditions with good weather, which this game should be. I think the Packers, which have, they have one of the best defenses, if not the best defense in the league. I know the Vikings uh, did very well. The Packers could absolutely dominate at the line of scrimmage and eat Justin Fields alive here. And I'm, I'm all over the Packers in the spot. I don't think the Bears stand a chance. I think Justin Fields makes some very bad mistakes this game. All right. Next game, we have the Titans at the Bills. Tredavious White still out, right? Yep. Okay. Um, I think that's all the news. Uh, what do you guys think here? The <laughs> Titans looked rough yeah rough is understatement they their offensive line's bad Derrick Henry very very bad Derrick Henry was okay um passing game is I mean I don't know yeah I I mean the Bills just absolutely just ripped apart the Rams defense and arguably the Rams have one of the best defenses like I said earlier um and Josh Allen just threw the ball wherever he wanted to um I think the same thing's gonna happen Against the Titans, I Titans, I don't think stand a chance. I know it's Ray Roll, Ray, Ray Roll. Jeez, long day here. Um, but the Bills are at home. I mean, this this is easy. Minus nine and a half. Give me the Bills. Yeah, the Bills are who we thought they were. Uh, <laughs> Bills minus nine and a half against a much worse Titans team than the Rams. Oh yeah, this is the easy pick for me. Another minus nine and a half Titans. One of the worst teams in the NFL, in my opinion. Just utter garbage. Congrats on paying Derrick Henry. All right. (laughs) Next game. We have 
Two money Vikings. Th- this should be a possibly. I mean, we've we've had some larger spreads here this week. I would argue that in addition, I think the three best games of the week probably tonight's game. Yeah. Uh, and well, you guys, but, but Buck Saints is mine just because it's my team. <laughs> so I think the Bucks, they're, they're two headline teams in the division. But I think this Vikings Eagles game might be. Yeah. One of the best of the week. This one's Monday Night Football. This is a good game. Yeah, this one's going to be a fun one. Um, both teams looked looked very good this past week. Uh, as we said, the Eagles kind of let up on the gas a little bit at the end there, which made the score look a lot closer than it was. But, like, you still got A.J. Brown putting up 150 yards in his first game there. You got Jalen Hurts running for almost 100. Um, and then on the other side of the ball – Jay Jets putting up 180 and two touchdowns. Like, come on. Um, Kevin O'Connell said he's going to be in that Cooper Cup role. And I think you saw that. There was, I, oh my I gosh. Yeah. I can't remember the percentages, but it was like under last year under Mike Zimmerman or whoever was the OC at the time. Uh, the percentage of Justin Jefferson in motion pre-snap versus Kevin O'Connell, Justin Jefferson in motion pre-snap was like triple. Yeah, I think it was like 20%. It was under 20%. Yeah, to like 60 plus last (laughs) game or something insane like that. And clearly uh, it works. So (laughs) um, unreal. Yeah, yeah, this one's going to be a fun one. Um, You know, I think it's a coin toss. I do like the Vikings here. I took the money line a little bit earlier in the week, but uh, in terms of picks here on the show, I'll take some points just for a little bit of insurance. Um, But yeah, Vikings plus one and a half. I think this could be potentially the NFC championship game. Um, I think both teams have improved significantly. Uh, with you know Vikings wicking new, <laughs> I'm just shocked you didn't see the Bucks off the Bucks bandwagon, huh? I'm, I'm not on the Bucks off, bandwagon. I just I, I off of Brady. Keep, keep your mouth shut. Um, off of Brady, that's finally. I I like Jalen Hurts a lot. Um, I think he has what it takes to be the quarterback. Um, in an NFL, I know his first couple of years were kind of iffy, and this is like the year where he has a show. And and I think last week was. They needed a they needed a number one and AJ Brown is a number one guy, um, and then on the other side, no. the Vikings Vikings have a good offense as well. Jefferson Cook Thielen, um, but I I I tend to like the uh, the Eagles defense a lot better. Um, I don't think to, I, I think the Eagles will figure out the run game. Eagles have one of the best defensive line in the league. I mean, I, I don't think the uh, the Lions will be able to run or the Vikings will be able to run like the. Lions did last week. I think we'll figure it out. I like the the Eagles here. Minus one and a half slash money line, wherever you want to take them. This one, I had to pick until I realized what day this was and when it's being played. Prime time. And my my pick was going to be the Vikings plus one and a half. Prime time. I really want that to be my pick because they were also my fourth leg or just my fourth uh team to include in teasers and two team teasers and that's teasing the vikings up from one and a half to seven and a half in this monday night football game because i do think it's gonna be a very close game down to the wire but i've told myself i can never ever (laughs) bet on prime time kirk cousins 
I cannot do it. It is a, it is like a, in my rule book, it's in there. It's one of the rules and I can't do it. So for that reason, I have to be on the Eagles minus one and a half here. Not a big Jalen Hurts guy, but they do have a very, very good surrounding team. And it's it's a good – so what you can do then is you take the Eagles minus one and a half, but then take the Vikings in your teasers, and you have, I think, a very good chance that maybe middling that game where you hit both sides. Bold strategy there, Cotton. I mean, yeah, if it's a close game and Eagles win, you, you hit both sides of them. And, yeah, I think it, I think it can work sometimes. So – yeah, Corey, what was your lock? I, I don't know why I'm – is it the – Panthers. Oh, the Panthers. That's – oh, man. Sheesh. Scary. Uh, oh, that's what I want to ask you, Corey. So, you now think the Vikings and the Eagles are the best teams in the NFC. What happened, one, to the Rams? Because I know you're a big Rams guy. Was it just that blowout, just that whopping by the Bills that just scared you off of them? No. You know how hard it is to return to the NFC Championship – or just the championship game alone? But I'm just talking about – I know like you're stuck on like just returning to it, like back-to-back NFC championships going there, but I'm talking about just talent of teams. Like you, I, I so still you, like the Rams. Vikings. I said, I said potentially, I, I didn't say this will be, I said, potentially the Vikings, if the Rams were playing the Vikings or the Eagles. Who would you pick to win? If the Rams were playing the Vikings, I want to know who you would pick to win the game. Rams or Vikings. I take Rams and Rams versus Eagles. I, I don't know. It'd probably be a toss up. And Bucks, Bucks versus Vikings. Why are we Why are we playing this game? I just I was curious. It's just interesting that you have picked two teams to make the NFC Championship. Yet some you're high on. If I was going to pick two teams to make the NFC Championship, I'd be the highest on those two teams in the NFC. It's just okay. yeah, interesting. Interesting. Um, we'll come back next week when you have to uh, apologize for, uh, you know, saying oh, that. We'll wrong. see. I yeah. grabbed a uh, six-point teaser here and included a couple of your picks, PB, so I thought I'd share. Uh, got it up to okay. plus 240, four teams, six points. Steelers plus eight and a half, Saints plus eight and a half, Bengals minus one and a half, Vikings plus seven and a half. Yeah, I like all those about the Steelers, obviously, because I hate that team. But I guess I guess if that's a low total. I guess it's not too bad at home. Yeah, I think the defense Again, is going like, to just – take a dump on mac jones even, even without what yeah all right well that's gonna do it and did nixon in any locks or no i no. just am curious okay Next no week. he's on his honeymoon so his lock probably would have lost anyway <laughs> <laughs> it probably would have been the browns if we're being serious <laughs> um but anyway that'll do it for this week's episode uh we're doing a dfs one or i don't know um maybe okay possibly week one or week to week two dfs show uh but thank you guys for watching this is the fantasy football formula and we'll see you next time like and subscribe